wait a minute hold up i gotta get it together welcome welcome to the show it is me it is me your girl labor lee aka cat and you have now Ooh. tuned in to ambitiously the podcast mm-hmm, honey mm-hmm. you have tuned in and let me put these on real quick so i can make sure i'm locked all the way in um there's a lot to discuss. Oh, it's a lot to discuss. Um, we're going to get into it. But first thing you need to know is this. Today, today, honey, is Media Monday. Today is the day that we talk about the latest in the on the Gab Beat, the latest on the trending topics, what's going on in the news, you know, all of those type of things that we talk about on Media Monday um, should be very interesting. Now, when I left off on Fire Friday, there were some things that I had to say, and I totally, totally intend to talk about those things today because I feel like we need to touch bases on a couple of things. Um, But first things first, before we get started, oh, I hate this. I think it's, I don't know. I have to figure this out and what's happening, which I think I know the cause of the problem. But before we get into it, there's a few things that I need to say. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can always donate. You'll see it later on in the show. I'm not really big on, you know, back and funds. But, you know, if you would like to donate, please do. Feel free. Um, the phone lines are always open. Join the conversation. You can drop a comment, call in, or text. The number is 443 Two eight, or you can ask me to hit the link. Now, the number is always scrolling at the bottom of the screen, so I don't feel like I have to say it a million times. Okay, but before we get started, I do have to play a nice little commercial for my sponsors, which this is going to change up, but we'll get to it. But I'll be right back. What's good, my ambitious ones? I am here because Savage Fenty is offering up something extraordinary. You get two for $29 bras and 50% off other items for new VIP members. You heard me. Two bras for $29 plus 50% off of other items for new VIP memberships. I mean, you can't beat that. So the link is available in the description in the link tree link. You will not find the actual link just sitting around. You have to hit the link tree link. Our link tree link has all of the... um. I don't know what that is, but all of the available links for you. So just know that that is available and all you have to do is hit the link tree link. Okay. So I want to get into, I'm going to save what I feel like is the thing that I have the most to say, um, uh, say about for last. And the reason being is this, um, it's a lot to unpack. Now, there are different stories that coincide with this one story, but we'll get to it. We will. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it all goes together. Okay. So first thing we're going to talk about, though, is Boosie Badass. Boosie Badass is washing his years long friendship with T.I. and the album they completed together all Due to T.I. admitting that he once snitched on his deceased cousin 
um, to get out of a gun charge. Uh, I shouldn't have said that, but it's kind of hard. Well, out of a blicky charge, right? And his latest sit down with Vlad TV, Boosie unloaded on Ti for the random um, for randomly choosing to divulge the info about the situation. That's what it's being called these days, the situation. So, um, but as a result, he says he has no choice but to label his longtime friend a rat. Ooh, wee. Well, let's get into it. We're going to talk about it. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Oh, my gosh. We're we going to get into it. Let's, because it's a lot that I have to say about this. And, um, I don't even know where the um where to go with this one. But of course, if the story is true, Boosie halfway thinks that T.I. was lying for the podcast views. But nonetheless, he says he scrapped the project that they had worked on together after waking up to more angry text messages than he could read at once. Boosie expressed similar sentiments when discussing Cash Money Records CEO Birdman's older brother, Terrence Gangster Williams, um, who openly testified against a dead friend. I don't know what this is. Um, who openly testified against a dead friend um, to free himself from prison after serving 27 and a half on a life. Tip got his report when his podcast Young Jock, Life Jennings, and Young Joe all called the scenario a fortunate situation. But Boosie is going 100% lactose intolerant. He is not accepting any cheese. Ooh, he ain't, he ain't here for these rats, man. And uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm going to tell you why I say I don't know. And I'm 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 going to give you a little bit um of insight. Let me just make sure. Okay. Um so, of course, uh, I already read the part. Oh my gosh, this is driving me insane. Sorry y'all. I'm coming. Because I want to get to my effigies, and, and, and it's very important that I touch on it. While Tip's album plans with Boosie are a bust, the Atlanta rap legend um, legends dropping his final solo album this year, titled "Kill the King," setting the stage for him to address all of the allegations and Boosie all at once. All right, the thing is here, right? So you have a certain set of gentlemen who are okay and down with the snitch. And then you have the certain set of gentlemen. I like to call them the um, older gentlemen that come from uh, a, a certain time where snitching is never cool. I feel like Boosie comes from that time um, because if you're from the hood, like I am, um, like tip or like Boosie is and a lot of other um, gentlemen within this industry. Um, you know, snitching is never cool in the hood. It's, if you're a civilian, what would be called a civilian, right? Meaning you don't live that street life. You don't be out here doing stuff that you don't have no business doing. Um, 
is different. You're not labeled a snitch. You're labeled a civilian. But if you are somebody who is in the streets, you are doing the things that street people do. Um, notice I didn't put a general one. I didn't say street do. Street people do. Generally, if you sit around, you turn around and you confess um, about somebody else's wrongdoings to the authorities, you would be considered a snitch. I'm quite sure that works well, it works here in America. That's how it works here in America. I can't say how it would work somewhere else in the world. And because our listeners are um, a diverse crowd, y'all so hit me up. Send me an email and let me know how that works. I'll put that up in a, on the screen um, eventually. But let me know how that works for y'all. Does that apply in other countries? Because here, especially in the African-American community, um, that does not fly. It's not cool. Nobody's all right with it. Um, nobody, not in the hood anyway. Nobody's going to be cool with the idea of um, their counterparts that they are out there doing dirty work with snitching. Now, here's the thing. This has been posed as well. Um, because his cousin has passed and is no longer here, was it okay for him to use his cousin as a scapegoat? Um, a lot of people feel like you are damning the non-living, like you're, um, dang, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you used him because you knew he wasn't here no more. I get it. But is it okay to use him because he's no longer here? That's the question. So, um, y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. Was it okay for him to use his cousin, knowing that his cousin was no longer here, so his cousin couldn't get in trouble for it? So, I see how it worked in his mind. Like, all right, so he not here anymore. No see, he can't get in trouble anymore for it. So, I'll use him as my scapegoat so I can get out of trouble. But um, I don't know if that changes things. So, I don't know. I don't I don't know. You tell me. You let me know how you feel about this. But I just, I don't know if it changes things just because your cousin is no longer here, T.I. I don't. Um, you know how the hood is and, you know. But at the same time, T.I. is no longer in the hood. That's the other thing. He's no longer in the hood. Um, I feel like he kind of crossed over to the civilian life. I mean, he's had TV shows, him and his family. Um, he's been in movies, a few, several movies. They just dropped one, him, Terrence J. And I forgot the gentleman's name, but he plays Tommy on Power. Um, they just dropped a movie recently that they funded. So is he a civilian now? That's another question I pose. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. But... It's major to Boosie. Boosie feels like, you know, once a street dude, always a street dude. And in his mind, T.I. will always be a street dude. So I think it's this cord. I'm going to have to switch it out, but I'm not going to do it tonight. Um, but in his mind, I mean, maybe he feels like T.I. is always going to be a street dude. So Y'all let me know what y'all think about this one. This one was a little intense because I was like, dang, Boosie, I was watching 
the clips, I mean, watching Vlad TV, the clips from Vlad TV, and I'm like, whoa, Boosie is real serious about this. He's so serious that he's ready to drop the bag. He's ready to drop the bag. He don't even care no more. He just is not here for it. Yeah, I think it's this cord. I'm going to have to switch it up, but I'm not going to do it in the middle of the show. Um, But he is not here for it. He's. I'm not working with no snitches. So it is what it is. All right, so let's keep it moving. Um, Alec Baldwin wins critical battle in Russ' case. Um, the DA drops the pow pow, the blicky blicky charge, um, um, and blicky enhancement charge. If I say blicky, it's because I'm trying not to say the word because YouTube gets a little touchy about that. But the Santa Fe County DA has gotten a little embarrassed today dropping a key charge against alec baldwin that now means even if convicted he might not spend any time behind bars the da dropped the gun enhanced uh, said it the blicky enhancement charge in the case this after baldwin's lawyers filed a motion for exonerating prosecutor um wait well, hold on i don't know what is going on here Hold on. This is weird. Um, it's court. <laughs> so a motion, uh, I filed a motion um, for going after the actor using the law, a law that didn't apply. Um, so what they're saying is, is whatever the law that they tried to use on Baldwin, it is um, not a, 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 a law that they should have. I mean, you know, that didn't apply to the case at hand. As reported, Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter and the passing of Helena, um, I think it's Helena Hutchins. Um, the DA initially tacked on the pow pow blicky blicky enhancement charge, i.e., using a blicky to commit a crime um to commit the crime problem is is at the time of the um the situation of the you know the wild west situation new mexico law provided a blicky enhancement charge um could only apply if the blicky was brandished meaning the gun the situation was displayed with the intent to intimidate or injure a person that's clearly not the um, the case with baldwin and i will recap on that one in a second on what exactly happened in a second Um, but that's clearly not the case i can't this is bothering me but i can hear so i know what's going on okay so that's clearly not the case with Baldwin. Um, you know, this, I'm going to explain more about the situation in a second. But let me just get through this one second because that, that sound in my ear was driving me cra- um, crazy. But for some reason, the DA felt that Baldwin could be charged with a recent um, amendment to the enhancement law that doesn't require brandishing. This um, thing is that law was not enacted until seven months after the, the situation. Um, the DA blatantly saw it. It's Baldwin's way, and um, the DA blatantly saw it Baldwin's way and dropped the enhancement. Here's why it matters: if 
the Blakey enhancement charge, um, Stott and Baldwin was convicted. He faced a minimum of five years um, in prison. Now that it's been 86, if Baldwin is convicted of involuntary manslaughter, he um, faces up to 18 months behind bars, but the judge could give him less or even probation. The DA also dropped the um, enhancement charge against armored, um, armorer Hannah Gortez Reed. So um, here's the thing. One is if the law wasn't enacted until after the situation, after, you know, they went through all of that, um, it's like kind of hard to put that case on him, right? Like, I've just explained all of the, the minute details. So let me recap what happened. They're shooting a movie. Um, they, it's, it's, you know, they're supposed to be using, they use firearms during the shooting of the movie, but inside the firearm was supposed to be blank shots. Um, instead, they were live rounds inside of the um this is really annoying me. Instead, there were live rounds inside of the firearm. Now, um, he aims it, you know, not knowing that it was live rounds in the um, firearm and winds up taking the young lady out, unfortunately. Um, and she was, I believe she was like um, one of the production members, but he wound up taking her out, but it wasn't intentional. He didn't intentionally do that to her. He was testing what he thought was a firearm with um, blank rounds in it. Unfortunately, she lost her life and another person was injured as well. Um, I know that there are certain um, certain laws and certain things that are required when it comes to um, when it comes to the scenario when it comes to shoot movies and what they're allowed to have. I think it's like they're allowed to have like one live round just to test the firearm but the rest should be all blank and so maybe they didn't do the test and he went to do the test and that's why that happened i'm not sure i wasn't there um and everything on this podcast is alleged but i will say that it's getting interesting this case here with alec and so i wanted to touch on that a little bit because um it's kind of hard it's kind of hard, and I'm, I'm skipping over a story because I want to save that for the part of this other story. But it's getting kind of, it's kind of hard to 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 understand this Hollywood whole Hollywood thing, and you know the rules and how they make it come together. But what we know is he did not do that intentionally. And so this is just going to be a weird, weird case. Now, I'm going to take a brief break. I'll be right back because we're going to get into Russell Simmons and what he has to say about QC. I'll be right back. What a time to be alive. I repeat, 
what a time to be alive. Did you know that you could get fresh ingredients along with beautiful recipes delivered to your door? Did you know that? Well, you can get 21 free meals plus free shipping and three free gifts when you use the code HelloFresh21. The link is in the description. Again, use the code HelloFresh21 to get 21 free meals plus free shipping plus free free gifts. I'm telling you. Time to get healthy, y'all. And it definitely is a time for us to indulge in healthy living. There are so many weird foods out here and they're doing weird things to the um, food. So we want some fresh ingredients, some some organic ingredients to prepare our meals and it doesn't hurt that they come with great recipes. So the link is in the description above or below, depending on how you're watching this and the link tree link. Um, all of the sponsors will be there. Okay, so let's get to Russell Simmons and QC. So Russell Simmons say um Simmons says QC will thrive under scooter. Um it's about grain, not black or white. So quality control um co-founder Pierre P. Thomas um made the decision to sell his label to Scooter Bronze. I could go forever talking about Scooter, but we'll just talk about it. Um, so Scooter Braun's hype hype pr- platform for a reported $300 million um, was a great move, according to none less an authority on the biz, the infamous Russell Simmons. P was criticized for building up a black owned company only to sell it to white America. He promptly defended the move on, um, hold on, on social media. But Russell Simmons says all those haters need to educate themselves before they speak. Um, Ooh, Russell said, mm, shut your mouth. We converse with Rush Friday. Um, well, the conversation was how with um, Russell Simmons Friday and WeHo. And he thinks the scale will open new opportunities for P and his partners, Kevin Coach K. Lee, to invest further in their community because they will be able to liquidate their assets. Rush says that the music industry is a um, is a uh, a crazy place. He referenced the downfall of Young Thug and 300 Entertainment as examples in addition to his own history. In 1999, Rush sold off Def Jam Records, um, the label he co-founded for an estimated $120 million and was able to branch off into fashion, film, finance, financial services, and jewelry. Um, Def Jam is still going strong today, and Rush says that QC will flourish all all the same under Scooter Braun's watch. Um, he also doesn't think that race played a role in the sale. He notes even Scooter sold his company, um, Ith- um, Ithaca Holdings, to one uh, um, to the one he operates now, which is Korean owned. Russell reminded us that that's just how business works in America. Um, okay, so 
here's what I got to say about that. There are going to be a lot of, there are a lot of people that are upset about the situation. And because there are so many conspiracy theories right now about um, this whole takeoff situation and then somebody else passing under QC. And so, you know, a lot of people think it's just because they want to get from underneath the scandal behind all of that. Um, one thing I will say is that, um, and this is, I hate to say this, but this is what I'm going to say to you artists who are out here, who sign to these labels, whether they be large labels, smaller, well, no, I'm going to say the larger labels um, that, but even the small ones that eventually become larger labels, because that happens um and these record companies what i do know is there are insurance they take out insurance on all their artists so if something happens to the artist they make more money from that artist being alive i mean being passing than they do from that artist being alive especially if the artist is a flop even though i'm not saying takeoff was but i'm just saying that's how the business works um, and then on top of that, a lot of times when it comes to this music industry, if you want to get from underneath the whole messiness of a situation, what do you do? You sell. And that's what they did. They sold. Um, I am not one for telling anybody how to run their business because I am not the one for anybody telling me how to run my business. But what I will say is it does look a little sketchy that they and especially with all this J Prince mess and all the drama. And then the other thing posed was did they sell to get away from the um, offset situation, the offset lawsuit? Um but I don't know if that's a part of it because what I do understand is Offset bought himself out of his contract. Um, I do know that there is there are funds that are owed to him. So I don't know. It might be because if there's money owed to him by the original owners of QC, does that that travel to the new owners of QC? I'm not sure how that works. So I don't know. I don't know, but those are the the conspiracies running around right now, and um, we're gonna see how this works out. So y'all remember the rapper Positive K? I know y'all remember Positive K. Oh my gosh, I know y'all remember Positive K. I know y'all remember. I got a man. That song Positive K. All right, well. Let's get into it. So Positive K, best known for the 1990s hit, I Got a Man, is turning his hip-hop roots, roots into humor. He's getting on stage to tap into the world of comedy. I could see that, though. I could totally see that. The rapper's team says Positive K is still in the biz of putting out new music, but now he's also using the stage for stand-up comedy and his career is already taking off. As a rapper, he's best known for his breakout 1993 top 20 single, I Got A Man, and he also had memorable collabs in hip-hop um, with, with, with the hip-hop legend MC Light. Um, his debut album, the skills that pay the bills has become highly regarded as a certified classic 
especially for his ability to deliver a different rap style on each track and for adding humor. That's why I said I could see it. Let's see, we got some love here. Okay, I'll get to that in a minute. But so, Positive K's comedy experience is already making rounds in, in the ATL and the A, having played the Uptown Comedy Corner and Atlanta Comedy Theater and the Laugh Factory. Earlier this year, he put on a show that to remember at the ATL Punchline. He's given open, um, he's even opened up for comedian Mike Apps. Wow, that had to be a crazy show. In addition to performing on some of the most legendary stages for comedy. As for his sets, we're told they're a mix of musical performances with a ton of relatable jokes thrown in but you've got to catch them for yourself for a full show listen i'm telling you i could see positive k because even that song um i got a man i remember that song from back in the day and i'm not gonna lie to you it was pretty it was pretty it was funny to me i, I found it funny I mean, especially because he'd be like, you know, she'd be like, I got a man. He'd be like, but your man ain't me. Like, he'd be giving it so I could. And it, what? I ain't trying to hear that. See, that, like, he was giving me comedy then. So can I see it now? Absolutely. I can definitely see it now. I can see him doing comedy now. And he opened it up for Mike Epps. So that says something to his comedy stylings. Um, but yeah, I could totally see that. Oh my gosh, I could totally see that. I can't wait to get to the A so I can go see his stand. Well, maybe he'll go on tour and I'll see him up here. Now I'm trying to make sure, okay. I'm trying to skip over this one story so that I can come, well, these two stories so that I can come back and put it all together. Um, Shaq rips Rihanna Super Bowl critics. He says, shut the up. Um, <laughs> he said, shut your mouth. That's what he said. Shaquille O'Neal went on um, scorched earth, um, went scorched earth on everyone bashing Rihanna Super Bowl, Super, Rihanna Super Bowl halftime performance, um, saying people need to shut the f. I, I'm trying not. I'm trying to work on my cussing, y'all, because I y'all know I cuss like a sailor. All of the people disrespecting Rihanna, shut your face. That's what he said. Shut your face. O'Neal said on the big podcast with Shaquille um, featuring Nashelle Turner and Candace Parker, passionately defending the nine-time Grammy winner. Um, many people have been critical about Rihanna's performance, and I, I got something to connect to this too as well on Sunday, but Shaq isn't one of them. The big fella believes Riri did her thing, adding, we live in a world where people have too much freedom to criticize other, others. I agree. He did a, she did a wonderful job. Shaq says she's pregnant. She's blessed. She's, she's blessed it. She didn't fall. Just leave it there. All, all you superstars that, um, all you superstars that's disrespecting and causing beef, shut up. That's what he said. Shaq speaks. You shut, you shut up. Um, O'Neal said it was the first time he had ever saw Umbrella, the Umbrella artist perform live, adding if he were in ASAP Rocky shoes, he'd be defending her. If she was my woman, 
and I seen one of the um you superstars do that. Shaq said, "I'm gonna have to get you, get at you, rappers, presidential candidates. I'm gonna have to get at you. Leave her alone." Um, Shaq didn't mention which rappers or pre presidential candidates he's calling out, but it's worth noting that former president. Donald Trump, Trump ripped Rihanna's performance. Um, he said something before her performance, though, um, as well. Trump wrote epic fail, because I told you he said something before, but now this is what he said afterwards. Trump wrote epic fail. Rihanna gave, without question, the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. This is after insulting far more than half of our nation, which is already in serious decline with her foul insulting language also so much for her stylist who donald trump who black people don't want you talking about this anyway i'm gonna get back to him um trump wasn't the only high profile name who wasn't a fan of rihanna's 13 minutes set at the super bowl wwe and i'm Getting to him next. WWE um, legend Goldberg was disgusted by the show and thought it was horrible. Um, the performance drew 118.7 million people viewers. But despite the huge audience, it's clear that Rihanna still um, polarized. Is a, it's quite clear that Rihanna is still a polarizing figure. Let me get to um, Goldberg real quick because I said it goes together. WWE legend, I mean WWE legend Goldberg rips Rihanna's um, rip, rips Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. I was disgusted. Goldberg absolutely hated Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday, calling the singer's performance horrible, saying it left him feeling disgusted. I thought Rihanna was freaking horrible. Goldberg said on his CarCast podcast with Matt, the motor, moderator. <laughs> I'm not saying his name. I was disgusted by it. That's all. Let's just say that. I thought it was horrible. Um, then his co-host said he thought Rihanna's performance was kind of boring, and Goldberg agreed, calling Matt Matt's comment the understatement of the year. Goldberg seems to have an issue with Riri's crotch grabbing. He wasn't the only one. He felt like the bitch better have my money artist made the performance too much about herself. Um, of course, Rihanna opted to do her 13 minutes set at the Super Bowl without bringing out any surprise guests like other performers in the past the, who she's worked with in the past. Rihanna's halftime show at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona was the first time she's performed in over six years. We now know she wasn't exactly alone up there. Goldberg, however, is a fan of Chris Stapleton who sang the national anthem before the Chiefs and Eagles um, played, um, applauding the singer-songwriter for doing his job to the fullest. Um, Rihanna's halftime show was reporting, I told y'all, 18.7 million people watched it, even more people than watched the actual football game. But we know at least one of those many millions wasn't a fan of the performance. Uh, listen, I'll say this. 
we well some of us know some of us don't know when it comes to the halftime performance these artists do not get paid so however they decide to put their show together should be their discretion no she didn't they wanted her to bring out jay-z i know what y'all wanted y'all they wanted her to bring out jay-z to perform umbrella with her no y'all just be happy that the girl came and performed and she's pregnant now, like I said, I'm still I was still a little scared about how high she was because she is pregnant, but she did it and she handled that. No, she don't have to bring all the people out. She's paying for that halftime out of her own pocket. If it had been another billionaire who was performing at the halftime show that wasn't Rihanna or wasn't a woman or wasn't African American, well, it wasn't because she's correct, you know. Would you have done the same thing? Would you react to have reacted the same thing, the same way? Um, I think that there are always going to be people who have something to say about something somebody else does forever. And I think that that's not your place. You should mind your business. All right. Trick Daddy recently interrupted his own cooking show to completely unload, I mean, unload on Uncle Murder, all because he's fed up with the G-Unit rapper's infamous yearly wrap-up anthems. The Miami hip-hop legend was wearing um, warning viewers of the pitfalls of going viral when he turned his um, his fury, his fire, towards Murder, dubbing him the number one clown in the rap game five years and running. Um, Trick Trick Daddy scolded Murder for stalking countless rappers throughout the years and preying on their most vulnerable moments. Um, he's not, he's, if you would have heard the rant, if you didn't hear the rant, but of course, Trick was one of many rappers caught in Murder's crosshairs, but he's held his tongue about it for a couple of years now. Murder this Trick back in 2001 wrap up over the Beyonce can't sing comments and subsequent junkie I'm just going to say junkie remarks but Trick says he's calling murder out for the guys who can't speak up for themselves and the brutal social media situation um, bottom line Trick thinks murder should quit his day job Ooh, listen I'm not going to lie like there have been a couple of um wrap-ups that I, I did like um and so i'm not gonna sit here and lie like i don't like the wrap-up i kind of do but not always trick i feel like you're being defensive right now sir because you were included in it um and that's okay but let's just call a spade a spade all right so i'll do this before i'll talk about that i'll, I'll play that before I get into showing my love. It's been a lot going on with Chris Brown lately. It's a lot of um, upset people because Chris Brown is, um, he did the song with Chloe Bailey. And we talked about that a little bit on Friday, but I want to um, get into it a little bit. So he's doing a song that's on her 
up and coming um, album, her debut album, right? Um, Thursday, Chloe teased her breezy duet, How Does It Feel? Only to see fans raise some outrage. The song actually trending from the onslaught of negative tweets. Fans were upset that Chloe would choose to collaborate with Breezy given his tumultuous history with Rihanna. Um, there's no better barometer of fans' anger than this. Some are even calling out Beyonce for what they deem mismanagement of her Parkwood Entertainment artist. Um, the song drops is, is about to drop or has dropped. Um, Chloe recently revealed she submitted her finished in pieces album to the label with the release date soon to follow. Um, the verdict is still out on how f uh, if fans will rock with the album now that they know that Breezy is featured on one of the tracks. So that happened. Um, a lot of people were upset. One of the people that were upset though was Keely Williams from 3LW, which sparked a whole bunch of bull crap and bull like it, it was it's a mess, honey. Um, and I feel like that made um Breezy what? I feel like that made Breezy jump on the defensive. And the reason why I say that is because then you find him online trying to defend himself about the scenario that happened. Um, you know, the, the past scenario that happened. Um, and here's where, where that Keely Williams thing comes in. So Chris Brown is sing, um, singling out Cheetah Girls, 3LW singer Keely Williams amongst the peanut gallery upset about him collaborating with Chloe Bailey. But Breezy is busting her chops almost literally. <laughs> Following Chloe's um, ill-fated preview of how does it feel, Keely went on a tirade over the collab like several fans accusing Chris of exploiting female black artist talent to mask his past the DV case with Rihanna. I try to um, limit what I say, certain words that I say because I told you they don't be playing. Breezy currently um, Breezy is currently overseas um, on tour but took the time to respond to Keely's diss and did so with a mix of petty um, pity and humor to him anyway. He deemed Keely to be broken, either mentally, financially, or both, for provoked um, for the provoked attacks, and then took the low road by taking aim at her lisp. He joked up, um, joked how she sang promise, <laughs> promises, promises. Um, on her hit song, No More, Baby, I'ma Do Right. Um, and again, through a mean um, caption, stop it. Uh, while, <laughs> I'm sorry. While Breezy didn't hesitate to fire away Akili, Chloe still has to deal with the angered fan base ahead of the release of the song. Um, how does it feel? And it is scheduled to drop on the 24th. So, no, it has not dropped yet, which may bring further unwanted attention to Chloe and Chris altogether. But now, what I was saying was, I felt like it also made him go on the defensive because while that was going on, he also, while all of that was going on, he also made it a point to um, point out a lot of celebrities ha who whom had. 
um, assault charges brought against them via the opposite sex. And he said basically, and oh, it's not up here anymore, but basically he said, because that was in his um, storyline and I was about to pull it up, but I know it's not. Let me see. I know it's not there anymore. Um, but no, nah, it's not there anymore. Um, but I feel like that made him jump on the defensive. And the reason why I say that is this, because he brought up all of those other celebrities who have had situations in the past that were crazy and, and almost the same thing that he had going on with Rihanna. He brought them up. But one of the people that he brought up in the situation was Blueface. And well, two of the people he brought out was Blueface and Krishan. And in that situation, Blueface and of course his mama um, did not like what he had to bring to the table about their situation, which I kind of get. That had nothing like I kind of get it, but at the same time, and and Blueface and Krishan are still dealing with their situation, so it's really. I, I get it. You feel me? Why that, you know, he felt some kind of way about being brought into it. And his mama, she always jumping on the bandwagon to talk about what she don't like either. So it's a weird situation. But let's speaking of Blue Face and Krishan, let's get into their stuff because we got to get into it. So Blue Face to little baby, stay out of Krishan's DMs. Um, academic calls out the jealousy so little baby's attempts to elaborate with krishan is backfiring with blueface now claiming the 4pf rapper was actually texting him instead of his intended target um the messy social media exchange exploded after blueface put baby's text messages to krishan on blast with baby maintaining his innocence by claiming he was merely a big brother to her. Blueface claims that baby only met Krishan once and was trying to be slick. Uh, when academics stepped in and clowned Blueface for being jealous after previously downplaying his relationship with Krishan, um, AK called Blueface a terrible manager to Krishan for exposing every artist who's riding her um, current wave for clout. During the Super Bowl, Krishan linked with Rick Ross for a photo, only to hear a mouthful from Blueface over getting too close to the legendary rapper. Blueface says all of the controversy is going towards Krishan's music career, which he funds out of his own pocket. He, um, She hasn't dropped a video in nearly six months, so maybe Blue Blue's master plan is taking a little longer to unfold than expected. Um... They, I've been said they have a weird, weird situation. Those two, it's tumultuous, it's crazy. I don't know how to explain it, but that's their thing, right? Um, he does from time to time act like he he on mess with her. So if another dude is sliding in her DMs by chance, cause he trying to get at her. What are you mad for? You you call her all kinds of names and whores and bitches and I'm cussing and I wasn't trying to. Why are you mad? So um, it's weird. It's really really weird. This whole Blueface and Krishan situation. But that's like I said, that's their thing. Um, 
for me personally, I'm not into the toxic relationship situation. Been there, done that. Didn't like it the one time I had it, and I'm not with him now. Um, it's weird, man. But you can't be mad if you're calling her all kinds of... I'm cussing now. Sluts and whores and all of that stuff. And then turn around and get mad because little baby in her DMs. Or turn around and get mad because she took a photo with Rick, 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 Rick Ross. Make up your mind, for God's sakes. Already. Jesus Christ. But anyway, I'm going to... I got to get to the love. But before I do that, let me play these quick commercials. Oh, my gosh. Just make up your mind already. You're driving me crazy. I'll be right back. What they're offering might just have you in the mood to get naked. Flex offers $100 off a six-pack of wine for $39.99, including shipping. Again, the offer is $100 off of a six-pack of wine for $39.99 with shipping included. These are not small bottles of wine. These are your normal size bottles of wine. And you're guaranteed to fill your wine cellar or have a really good time. <laughs> Get it now, y'all. Get it. I'm just saying, who could be mad at a good time or filling your wine cellar? Uh, one more and I'll be right back. Just a sprinkle of fabulousness. Mm-hmm. Sign up today for Dior's newsletter and receive a complimentary gift with your purchase using the code welcome you again sign up for the newsletter receive the complimentary gift at checkout when you use the code welcome you fly fly shit what Okay, I'm back. Now, remember, all of the codes, are, I mean, all of the links for all of the um, sponsors that we sh we show at on the show are available, depending on how you're watching, above or below in the link. If you're downloading, then it's available in the description. Just hit the link tree link, and you will find the link to those particular um, sponsors. Okay? So that's that. I want to show love to the people who watch the show. So shout out to anybody who's watching from Twitch, YouTube, um, or Facebook. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I've gotten some great um, comments and reception from certain people, and I appreciate you. I've been showing it on my social media. So if you're my friend on social media, you've seen it. Um, but these people that I'm about to show love to, these are the people in my listening audience. And so they don't see what we have going on. They're only listening. And I appreciate them for coming back continuously and showing love to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. And so I got to show you love. I do. So I'm a top six. The United States, um, hold on, France, Germany, India, the UK, and Belgium. You guys are extraordinary. You guys download the most and I appreciate you for it. Like you don't have to, but you do. And I love you for it. I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, but there are other people that I love as well. And then I love you all equally. They're just the people that download the most now. So I'm going to get to them and I'm not missing a soul today. Please believe I got everybody. Um, so first Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, South Africa, um, Philippines, Spain, Australia, 
Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada, and Hong Kong. I'm not finished. I'm totally not finished. I'm not. Um, Russia, um, China. Uh, let's see. Russia, China, I said them already. Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela. Yes, baby. Venezuela, baby. Um, let's see who else. Indonesia. Hi, darlings. Um, Switzerland. Turkey, uh, Austria, Kenya, Pakistan, Romania. And I'm still not finished because last but not least, I love you. Thank you, Nigeria, for coming through and checking this podcast as well. I made a promise that I would not forget to mention anybody from now on. I'm going to make it a point to make sure I mention all of you because you are all very special to me and I love you very, very much. I appreciate you very much. So I'm not doing it. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm going to make sure that I'm able to to provide the love to everybody. I'm trying to spread the love, man. I'm trying to spread the love. So um, big shout out to all of my download audience. Um, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thanks. Thanks so much. I love you. Thanks. Um, so <laughs> um, there are a few things that I need to get off my chest before I, uh, you know, adjourn. Um, first things first, if you would like to be on this podcast, hit me up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. That's including if you're looking for advertisement and for the moment, like for a brief moment, I'm giving out um free advertisement space just to show some love. So um hit me up if you have an ad already prepared where I don't have to do the ad for you and I will play your ad on the show. Um it's temporary, probably like one month, and then I'm gonna be done with that. Um, but hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Remember, the phone line is always open 443-850-4828. And you could drop a comment or you can ask me to drop the link and I will because I love you guys. And just as long as you're on your best behavior, you can come through and kick it with me and we could talk about stuff together. We can. Um, if I play music, know that I always have permission to play any, any music that I play. I wouldn't play the music if I didn't have full, full permission. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Do that. Do that. Like, share, and subscribe. Why not? Um, check out the website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. And um, if you would like to donate, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y, Lord Lucidity, to lure them in clearly. That's what that means, if you don't know. Um, and this podcast is on all available streaming sites. We are everywhere. There's not a site that we are not on that you can go and download this podcast. Special announcement. Hood History is now its own podcast. So I will no longer be um, uploading Hood History to Ambitiously the Podcast because it's its its, its own thing. It, 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 it was received well. People have been digging it. It's already started getting downloads on its RSS feed. So I feel like it should be its own thing. Um, so now we're doing two types of shows. We got Ambitiously the Podcast where we do trending topics. Um talk about taboo stuff um, and we play music and then we have hood history where we visit history from a hood perspective and I ain't talking about visiting history in a hood even though some things do come back to the neighborhoods that we all grew up in but history 
from a girl from hood from the hoods perspective um i love history i'm very passionate about history so i wanted to do something that catered to history so here we have hood history and now it is his own podcast so check that out type in hood history you'll find it on all streaming platforms as well because it's everywhere as well um but check out her history you'll learn some things and get a little humor in it while i'm telling the story um if you've watched this podcast or listened to this podcast you already can get an idea of how i'm where i'm going with the history aspect so check out her history um the podcast is hood history the podcast um so yeah that happened <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. <clears throat> it's a new journey, a new um a new wave, a different thing than what we already have going on here. And like I said, we're gonna do something in the marketing department as well eventually. But I just wanna focus on these two podcasts and then we'll move it back to, you know, we'll add that in as, as well. My whole goal and my whole focus for this, um, for this, this, this company, cause it's just not one podcast now, now it's two, but my whole goal for this company is to build a network and not only with myself being the face, but other people starting podcasts and, and doing their thing and promoting their podcast and, and building them up. That's my ultimate goal. Um, so we're going to see how we do with it, but yeah, we started a new podcast, Hood History, the podcast. Um, it will no longer be available on Ambitiously, the podcast. It's its own thing now. It's created its own little life and it's cool with me. I like it. And plus I love doing Hood History anyway. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun doing the research and it's kind of fun, um, telling the stories that we collect. So, um, because we're still in Black History Month, this next hood history will be um, Black History. And I know you can't, if you're listening, you can't see my air quotes, but Black History related because I, I like telling those stories. We will have more Black History related stuff in there, though, because I, I'm African-American. So I like, why not tell a story of us? Um, but there will be other types of history in there as well. We will be talking about things that went down in this country, things that will, went down in other countries, because I'm passionate about other countries as well. I hope to work with some of my listeners who are from some of these countries that I want to tap into, because I would like to tell a story, an honest story about um, some of the places that you guys are in to the people who are not familiar with your country and, you know, some of the things that transpired over the years. So it is what it is. But it's time for me to say a few things before I get out of here. This is what I do mm -hmm. every night. <laughs> every night. Let me prepare. Let me prepare, though. I don't want to do it and not do it right. Okay. First things first. Mind your business. That's what Media Monday is for. This is where you come to my other people's business on Media Monday. We're going to get into Scooter Braun's situation too, but come here on Media Mondays. I will tell you other people's business. I will, because that's what I like to do on Media Mondays. I like to just tell everybody's tea. Um, but out here in this crazy, crazy world, mind your business because everybody's business is not your business and mine and other people's business can be a dangerous, dangerous game. 
Love your babies. Hug your babies. Encourage your babies. Tell them they are the greatest of all times. So I make sure I tell my baby that every morning. Um, because I like to encourage I like her to go into school feeling encouraged. But if they want if they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be the best pit pit boss, um, NASCAR driver commentator or whatever else they do over there in nascar but encourage them to do that if they want to work for nasa then tell them to be the best astronaut engineer janitor receptionist secretary or whatever else they do over there in nasa because i've never worked for them either but tell them to be the best at whatever it is that they choose to do with their lives just encourage them to be great um and last but not least stay in your line because you jump in my line you're getting this <laughs> You're totally, mm, totally getting that. I promise you, you're getting that. Stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane, and you really want her. You want her. You want her. She, she's so sweet and cute and cuddly. You want her. You don't want the first one, or at least this one. Because, baby, if I'm purring, I'm happy. I'm trying to tell you, if I am purring, I am a happy kitty cat. Um... But stay in your lane. Because what happens is when you jump in other people's lanes, a collision happens. And who needs that? Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. So stay in your lane. Because I'm staying mine. So you stay in yours. And with that being said, I love you guys so much. Thanks to those who tuned in tonight. Thank you in advance to those who will be downloading this podcast. I love you guys. You are extraordinary. And tune in on Wet and Wyatt Wednesday because we have some things to talk about. I'm going to work on finishing up putting the pieces together because it's going to be a very intriguing conversation some of you will agree some of you will not and make sure you tune on on fire friday um because we got some things to talk about there as well and then make sure you go and you listen to um well yeah make sure you go and you check out hood history on saturday at 6 p.m it will be uploaded and ready to go so with that being said i love you guys you guys are extraordinary and have a peaceful and safe night good night bye